direct from the middle of nowhere to the center of everywhere. It's Beneath the Surface with Sean Murphy and Corey Cooper. Uh, welcome to Beneath the Surface. I'm Sean Murphy. Hey, Sean, and I'm uh, Corey Cooper. Corey Cooper. And today... Sean, what do you do? What do, you do? Let's, we, we've gotten away from it. Oh, we have. Ourselves. I'm the photographer, and Corey owns the company. I am the CEO. <laughs> I am the CEO. Sean is our photographer extraordinaire. And this is our, our, our beautiful, crazy idea of content development beneath the surface podcast. And we've got some augmentations for this from a film project we're going to be doing pretty soon, right? Yeah, we can't talk about that. We can can't, we? but it goes into what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, so yeah, we have a we have a really great film project we're working on. But you know, we started, we came up with this idea to do pod. I mean, everyone's kind of doing podcasts during COVID, but we thought about it. I don't know how, how when you how three months ago, four months ago. No, dude, it's like eight months ago. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is like number thirty-seven. Okay. Divide by four. But I think it's a great platform for us because we've done so many things together for so many years. And, um, you know, it's a great platform to talk about past experiences and things that are coming up. And we are going to talk today about it. The weather here in Florida, in North Florida, is it's cold. Mm, I know a lot of you people live in real cold weather, so I'm not going to complain. It's kind of nice. It's like, I don't know, 40, 50 degrees. Well, as Aaron said, uh, Aaron, our, our, our product director, he, he lives in Colorado and he, he flew in this week and he said, uh, I was like, do be, don't worry, man, the the weather here, it's gonna be like high, you know, low 60, low in the forties. He goes, uh, bro, that's a heat wave. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Seriously. We're, We're doing a shoot tomorrow all day for one of our new products and, we're shooting a uh, James Bond theme. There's yeah, going to be girl, a girl in you know, basically a bikini bottoms with a, a wetsuit. It's going to be freezing. Rad, and I just keep telling them, be, don't bring, cry. Don't cry. Wear warm stuff. And they're like, is this an all-day thing? I'm like, eh, I'll do my, <laughs> do my best to get But anyway, it's a little cold and I'm a little concerned. But it's going to be cool. So that yeah but, yeah, but I'll segue for you. This, okay. is, this, is, about doing episode, this is about doing film or not film, film and photo shoots and, and extremely – Cold weather, right? Oh my lord! So, to, to give a recap, yeah, so this is about two, 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 two years ago. Two years ago, um, I believe was this our first job? No, our second job we did with our a couple of videographers we we work with in Nashville, and we I hooked up with this guy named Willis Brown. I think he contacted us, either contacted me or somebody in our team, and. Had an idea to do a shoot, and he invited us up to. He's from Boston, and he's a waterman. He's a spear fisherman, free diver, yep. uh, paddleboarder, basically just an adventure expedition guy. And so uh, we packed our stuff and went up to the Northeast. And and by the way, I lived in Boston for three years, and I've seen some cold shit. When I flew in this time, it was so cold, and I was dressed warmly. I got out of my car, and then I remembered. A movie where people were di- maybe it was Wind River. One of these movies, <laughs> people are dying. Where people die. I'm like, is this the kind of cold where you breathe in and it freezes God, and you dude. die? It was so cold, I thought I was going to die, and I and I was and then and part of the shoot or a lot of the shoot was me in the water that we were surfing, we were spear well, I fishing. Remember, I remember talking on the front end. Here, here was the, this was just on the on the production on the backside. We were talking about doing this project, and I was like, dude, you guys better go shoot it and edit it in like a two-week period because 
the rest of the country, nobody cares about extremely cold right. visuals. Right. Seriously. I mean, this was January when we decided to do it. And I was like, guys, you get to the like the second week of February to release this content? Because we're moving on to spring, right. bro. Yep. You know, and so you guys had to go not only schedule it and shoot it and edit it, but uh, deal with it. Yeah. You know, I was editing the other day, pulling some content for something we're working on and I was kind of flinging through some of those photos and my wife walked by my office and saw them on the screen she's like that's badass like she just saw a shot where Willis was paddling through it looked like glaciers down a river that was ice and it was kind of cracks and ice (laughs) I mean he had to break the ice with his paddle it was nuts and you know um, we were in Connecticut surfing there was snow on the beach like you guys drove into Connecticut? uh, yes Wait, 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 New Hampshire. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, New Hampshire. We were in Boston, but we surfed in New Hampshire. There was a place called, a surf shop. There's, I think, a pretty famous called Cinnamon. Oh, Cinnamon Rainbow. Uh, Cinnamon Rainbow. Yeah, yeah. Badass. I pulled up to meet these guys before we shot, and they were out in the snow, beards frozen over. I was, like, wearing, like, four-millimeter wetsuits, whatever, dry suits with these, like, lobster claw gloves. I was like, are you guys for real? And they were loving it. And I had to go out in the water, and I didn't have to. I loved it. It was a great time. Well, for me personally, man, it's it's hard when you get acclimated to hot to go to cold. Like it, it's because like here's here's my dude. Like with hot, you can always like ex, you know take off some stuff, mm-hmm. or you don't have to be outside in it all the time. For as cold, like just permeates. Like you're constantly well, freaking it's, cold. It's that, and from from my perspective, with taking photos and. It, it, it adds, like, many other layers onto getting something done, right? So if I see an awesome scene I, and I know what I want to do, there's a lot of steps to get there. It's like now we have to put on the dry suit. Now we have to do this. Now we have to do that. I have to keep my camera warm because it'll freeze and stop working. There's all these things that, that need to go on to get that picture. And uh, so that was really the hardest part. What did you guys do? What was the plan for this uh, this shoot? I mean, do you can you recap it? I know it was almost two years ago. No, I remember everything. So mm-hmm. I mean, ba- basically, it, it was a montage of kind of all the things that this guy Willis is about. And, yeah. Um, with him kind of doing some voiceover and narration and the things we and we were lucky because there was actually sur- pretty good surf in the winter. We were you know playing ice hockey. We were you know pa- oh. One of the highlights for me was, you know, I went to school in downtown Boston. And I got to go to to Boston Harbor like 4 a.m. It was, I think, below zero. I'm not even exaggerating. And shoot him, Willis. I did the most cool shots of him. I've got Remember that. Remember that with us, the cityscape? I've got the picture on the wall. So cool. Oh, no, I mean, it was no, like one of my hallway. favorite photos. I did a similar photo that I showed you in New Orleans yeah, yeah. last that week. One, the one in New Orleans reminds me of the photo from Atlanta in the street. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, under the bridge. Yeah. Yeah, this one in New Orleans, we were on Bourbon Street. It was really cool, man. That's it was, cool. It was, it, we were on Bourbon Street. I'm getting off the rails already, but there's nobody really out because it was COVID. So you had this unique scenario where normally there's a gazillion people, but we had, we could do what we wanted. Um, but back to back to Boston. So, yeah, it was just extreme. I mean, it was so cold. To our, it was just very hard to shoot. It was challenging. Uh, oh, the last day we were spearfishing. This this is a big lesson for anyone that's a photographer. Last day I was spearfishing, shooting with a Canon 1DX, and I only had one card in the camera. Mm-hmm. I'd shot all day, and it was so cold I was being a little bit lazy because yep, I didn't yep. have an assistant to like download my cards. And, and I had a, 
250 gig, 56 gig card. I'm like, oh, I can shoot all day. I'll download it tonight. Well, we shot all day long. I mean, the most epic shit we have ever done. I shoot the last scene. My camera it does an error reading on the back. It says, take card out immediately or reformat or something. It's it's and the card was like Could you cold or something? I don't know. It like might I read about it. It might have been a little sh- a static shock or something. Might have jacked up. We ended up recovering it, but. For a moment, for about two hours until I got home and got warm, I thought we had lost all the footage. Oh my god! So now that's I, like worst case. Uh, worst case scenario. So now I run two cards uh, in my camera at all times. It's like uh, we're in the Everglades. Thought we were gonna lose all that shit. You know, we were like, "Oh, I hope this works." <laughs> Which time? The first time. Oh we're, yeah, the first time. We so had nothing. We had no computer. Nothing. Nothing. And. Uh, so I was talking about that. I got interviewed the other day by this writer who's writing a piece for some journaling things that we're working on. She was asking me uh, about, you know, what are your most memorable? And by the way, if it, it popped up on my Instagram, like your, you know, your old photos, mm-hmm. uh, memories, and it put, it put, came up a photo of me painting uh, four leaf on the back of my board because we all had names on our boards that were from Tropic Thunder. Oh, yeah, dude. And she asked me... The best movie in the history of History Earth. ever made, the most perfect movie. But she asked me, what is the, what is one of my favorite shoes, most memorable shoes? And there, really, there's only one answer to that. And that was... I learned, We learned so... We learned so many uh, valuable lessons in one trip. I, it, it was like a life in a week. A life for the lessons in one week. It was insane. Um, but anyway, back to Boston. It, it was an amazing trip. Willis actually texted me about three days ago. He just went around the world or did some kind of crazy adventure, and he was texting me asking when we want to do another shoot, which I'm always – this guy's great, and uh, I really would love – Does he live in Boston still? He does, up, up there. You know, that's like, that's like the one, one big city in the U.S. I don't think I've spent a lot of time in is uh, Boston. You went to school there. I went to school there for three, three years. What did you, what'd you go to school there for? Photography. I, mean, I knew that. I, I lived in Kenmore Square, uh, old Kenmore Square, if anyone knows the area. Back when the, the ba- that bar, the Rat Skeller, was there, and it was all punk rock and really grungy. And now it's been turned into like a mall. Everything's gone. Yeah, yeah, my school got closed down. So oh, really? Bought, yeah. After when, 50 years. When did that happen? Uh, last year. I spoke there one time. I was about I, to say, didn't you? Sp- I spoke yeah. there, and then they closed it six months later. Yeah, so the kiss of death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So well, I mean, there you go. See, that's normally me. I'm normally the kiss of death. But for you know, this secret project that we're talking about that we are coming up with. I mean, to me, I think I would. We're, we're trying to pick locations for this project, and I, I would really. I think that would be a, be a great place to to do. And again. maybe not in a cold again. You no, know I mean? either Boston or Detroit. But if we did Boston, I'd love for you to come up and check it out. I think you'd really dig it. Well, uh, one of the reasons we went and did that film project up in the, the the cold weathers. It's one of the biggest questions we always get. I mean, it's people are like, "Oh, well, we can't paddle in the cold, right?" Uh, look, transparently, is it is it more difficult? I guess I guess the answer is if you fall in the water, it's more difficult. But this mm-hmm. is not like skiing. You know, skiing, you you need snow. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So skiing is truly a seasonal sport. I mean, by skiing, I mean snow no, skiing, not water skiing. Yep. Uh, you got to have snow, and you got to have you know good snow. I mean, it's it really is mm-hmm. you know very hyper focused. Whereas whereas paddling, 
I mean, unless it's frozen over, I mean, but even then, I mean, you and Willis and all those guys were paddling, got killer photos of that. It was amazing. I would, I would, I would, especially if you're not an expert, I would take slight precautions. If it's that cold, it can be dangerous. Deadly. So where, you know, you wear a wetsuit under some clothes or, you know, there's certain things you can do to keep yourself from getting we, we in a bad paddling, spot. We went paddling in North Carolina. I can't remember if it was d- December, January. We went down a big river. And, uh, you know, people I was paddling with, I was, excuse me, I were, what is that? I can't speak today. Uh, the people, some people I was paddling with were wearing, uh, wetsuits, you know, whether it's spring suits or, I mean, just underneath clothes and shit like that in case you fell in or just people were just wearing wetsuits in general to, to, to go down. And I mean, if you're somewhat skilled and you've got confidence, I mean, it's something you don't, you don't really need to do. Uh, I just paddled this weekend. Uh, my farm. I always use my farm as a reference. I don't know why it's the easiest thing on the planet for me to reference, but uh, I got a rover and I was paddling it around, dude. It was like you know low thirties. I I didn't even think about falling in. I was wearing boots and jeans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember I was in Canada. I think it was two summers ago with my kids. We drove to Vancouver Island from Los Angeles, and it was in the summer, but it was freezing. Come to think of it, it was I mean, it was really cold. Yeah. And I was in a sweater. There's a picture of me in a sweater, jeans, a, set, a piece of paracord wrapped around my steel-toed boots, <laughs> and a fishing rod. And I was out trying to catch salmon or something, whatever, trout or something. And, you know, if I fell off, I was wearing basically cement shoes. <laughs> I was like, but I was confident. I was like, I'm not going to fall in. But, I mean, dude, this is, this is a sport that people – not even a sport, just an activity. People do – they, they do it year-round, and I think the idea with you going and shooting Willis was uh, just a little bit of on the marketing side, taking the extreme approach. Sometimes we do that. You know what I mean? Sometimes mm-hmm. we – I think the goal, uh, at least my self-prescribed goal for us, is to be very inclusive mm-hmm. on the marketing side of things and not be exclusive. Right. And I think – Sometimes these aspirational things are actually inclusive because if you take, for example, that extreme scenario of being in Boston in that frozen, you know, wasteland, you translate that to somebody that's thinking about paddling in maybe Tennessee or Virginia or, you know, Missouri or Arkansas in the same situation in the winter, mm-hmm. but yet it's not as extreme. It's very inclusive from a marketing perspective. Does that make sense? Of course. And, and it, to me, exclusive is surfing 50 foot waves right you know what i mean like nobody's gonna do that well it's a handful of people in the world it's exclusive of location right Right. and you're pitching that experience well it's almost and and like paddleboard racing it's very a small group of people that do that stuff it's cool um but yeah i I think that's a good that was the idea is is like when we we saw it i'm like because i remember people asking well who would ever paddle in this well people do i mean in this extreme situation it might not be the norm but and the norm would be, you know, paddling and like I said, like I just mentioned, you know, several places where the where the where the weather gets colder. Well, it sounds crazy to us. And what I learned when I was up there, uh, is, you know, are, there is a large group of people out there that love the cold weather. They're out there. There was, I mean, there was must have been thirty dudes surfing in the lineup okay waves i wouldn't have gone out i mean on it them. sounds insane to us they love yeah. to us because we're from florida but right. the they they're used to it and if you think about it i mean we 
we're in a bubble. We're in Florida. I lived in Los Angeles. That's also a bubble. The rest of the world lives in they cold. They have seasons. They have seasons yeah. <laughs> and really cold weather. And so we're kind of the exception to the rule. We, we have temperate weather year-round, California also. And so I think, uh, you know. But, I mean, even in California, you have cold water. You know, it's cold Yeah, air. right, 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 right. Here, I mean, like I said, yeah. people laugh when they, oh, what's the Gulf right now? What is it, 70 degrees, well, 68 degrees? Right, and the thing about California that I, I, I talk, when people ask me about paddling there, it's hard. Yeah. Paddling in California is not easy. You have the Pacific Ocean. There's a lot of things to deal with to, to have a fun paddle. Uh, there's not as many uh, estuaries and inlets. Around the country where it's cold, like you're saying, North Carolina or Boston or wherever, there's a lot of lakes and streams and rivers and other places to paddle. So anyway, Did you learn what a, uh, from that shoot up in Boston, man. What a it, what were some of the hardest things you guys had to shoot? I'm telling you, the pictures. I'm not going to use the words miserable because it didn't look miserable, but it looked <laughs> fucking hard. It was really hard. What what what. what do you can you remember back some of the I would almost say that being in the water wasn't as bad as being say in the air in the air like being above like in the water was when you hit that water it's another level of cold but you get you're kind of in this wetsuit where you get warm once you pee in it what did Willis think about the whole stuff while you guys are up there doing this it was just every day to him like he's like whatever I mean it was it's like a walk in the park for him but and that, that's the norm? Like him norm. And he, that's what he does all the time. They they dive and, I mean, we were, he was free diving. Crazy. That's what they do. They don't never stop doing it because of the weather. Oh, we were in, um, gosh dang, where is that, where the perfect storm was filmed? Gloucester. We went to Gloucester. That's like a, that's like the old, like Yeah, the, the, yeah, we went like to Gloucester. The, Man, I, I came in a day early and drove there and just drove, because I love, that's one of my favorite movies. And drove around it, man. Talk about a cool town, and that's where he was. Marky I, Mark there. I wish, but I think Have he, you met him before. No, Donnie. Ah, but but he lives. I think I want to say he lives near Gloucester. This Willis, and and that's where we we did a lot of our shooting. It was it was awesome. I did all I, Gloucester. All I remember is getting texts from you about that. <laughs> what? I just the God. Here's your typical text like this uh, is brutal. Oh my God. Well, it's just tech. Who, so it was you, <laughs> Jacob. It with, was Jacob, and uh, it was the guy, the kids from um, from Nashville, and me. That was it. And and Willis. <laughs> that was it. That was our crew. And we had one other kid that went to my school that was a, a young kid that was going to my school that I just met. And he came and helped me assist to get the experience. Wow. So I'd really never met him. We had talked on the phone and, and whatever. But he came and assisted me. And actually, that kid, he helped recover the card being a young... Oh, because he understood the tech. He understood the tech. Yeah, he was 22. Mm. And he understood it. And he's, so... What's his name? He saved my ass. Thanks for saving our shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Unknown, unnamed uh, helper from Sean's photography school. Yeah. What were your favorite photos from that shoot, man? We posted there them in the so podcast. many uh, favorite favorite photos. Uh, I love. There was a so- just on the side of the road. It looked like we were going through. It looked like Iceland. We're going through some glaciers. I actually, got into it a little bit with the film crew because they were mad at me because I. Went and shot this and took a lot of time, but it was. I thought it was one of the the best pictures we shot. Uh, 
The one downtown. The one down. I'd, I'd have to say that one from an artistic, just the you know, just the the scenery. That one in the glacier photos were amazing. And it, there are so many great photos. It just doesn't look real. Well, you know. It, it, oh, and and the photos where he's spear fishing. We're on a beach, and he's wearing his free diving gear, and we're like on a on some weird beach with some crazy wooden houses on the beach. I mean, it just the scenery was just crazy insane. That's a cool. That place has got a cool vibe. Like the it's whole cool. Thing. We got to go back. I mean, you're gonna be excited. I'd love we, to go back in this in like spring. We say that about every single place we go to, man. But this Boston is cool. I I didn't know you hadn't been there. I think you would love it. I, I think been, you. I've been through Boston or spent like I haven't like actually hung out. I think in if you I think if you took Magda there, you guys would have an awesome time. I mean, I actually took a picture of my mom and myself on a ferry from Boston to P Town. I took that and got and went and got it framed for her for Christmas. I just found. But man, there's so many cool things, so much history, so much nightlife, and you know bars and I'm restaurants, book it, dude. I'm gonna book it as soon as we can get past this COVID, not Gotta travel go. crap, dude. Yeah. By the way, as as another side subject, that's that's personal. My biggest irritation. With, yeah, that's uh, tough. COVID, yeah. Dude, it's not really being able to travel because I mean, without that, I feel. Uh, uh, yeah. What's the what's the word? Paralyzed almost. You know, yeah. it's like oh, we can't go do that. Right. Oh god. Right. So Boston. So maybe maybe we'll make maybe we'll make it a dual thing where we can do a shootout in Boston, and then you, you yourself and Magda can come. That'd be really be awesome. Well, cool. And well, we we could hook up with Willis again and then go to Gloucester. 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 Do some fishing, cod fishing. It'd be it'd be wicked killer. What? Wicked you, killer. It wants to be a wicked pisser. Did you have to listen? <laughs> how, how many years did you listen to that? Oh lord, man! I still am friends with everyone from Dude, Boston. You're gonna, get, you're gonna get blown up on social media now for this. Why? <laughs> Your impressions. Oh, I, my impressions. Oh, come, on, come on, Sean. It's a wicked pisser. But I was at Murphy, Sean Murphy. So yeah, I, I, it, I was this typical leprechaun-looking freak running around the city, <laughs> drinking, slamming beers and being slamming a, Guinness, <laughs> slamming some beers, oh, running around causing a scene. You know, uh, it sounds good. <laughs> it sounds good, dude. <laughs> you, you, you're missing the glory days now. I'm huh? done with that, man. Woo! I turned I turned 52 in six days. Oh boy, man. I was just looking at her when we were in the Everglades. I was turned. I turned forty six. Time is going fast, man. Well, your head, you're swelled up. When my head grew, eating, eating when up. I had the ant, the opposite of Zika virus. <laughs> Zika. You have Zika. Your I head's brought, tiny. I brought that back. That was that. That was the COVID of two thousand sixteen. Zika. Yeah. Remember yeah, Zika? Was everywhere. It was in the airports. We're saving that for what really grinds my gears. What really grinds my gears? What happened to Zika? Zika? The, uh, N1. What was the other one? Though? H1, 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 N1. That one. Zika. Zika. Whatever. Anyways, uh, what's, the, what's the one where the blood comes out of your eyeballs? Ebola. Ebola. See, if we had that, that'd be right. That's a good one. You would, I, you I'd be tell. like, Corey, I'm not leaving my house, dude. Somebody asked me today, have you quarantined? I said, dude, I don't have Ebola. I mean, when I, when I do, <laughs> yes, I'm quarantining. I had the bubonic plague. I'm on quarantine. When I have a bowl, when I yeah, when Ebola starts happening, I'm not leaving. I'm boarding the shit up. Sure, <laughs> that's when I go to the farm and your your Christmas present of bullets from the last episode shows up. <laughs> that sounds like a good jumping off spot for yeah. this episode See of ya. the surface. Uh, thanks for tuning in, listening, Sean. Thanks for the story about uh, uh, the, that's the perfect season. You guys check it out. Uh, it's. We'll, we'll probably put, post a link to the video. It's, it's a pretty cool video, man. If you guys are getting into 
wanting to get into you know cold water paddling. It's pretty inspirational, right? Yes, it is. So go check it out. Uh, we'll be back at you guys live next week. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and appreciate you guys lending us your ears for these 25 to 30 minutes every week. Sean, thanks for the time, and we'll catch you soon. Thank you. Later.